friends. It's me here with another podcast for our Happy Little Seed podcast. And I am in my car. I'm continuing on these Car Ride Chronicles (laughs) where I'm recording my podcast in the car where a lot of you listen to podcasts. So it's kind of like we're together. So happy. Today, it is the 12th of November, the day after Veterans Day. It may not be when you're listening to this, but that's what today is. I am on my ride home, and I am currently looking at a very pretty sky, which is probably because our temperatures dropped significantly here in Florida. It is currently a brisk 50 degrees, which to us Floridians is quite cold. I'm wearing a scarf today. Tomorrow I will probably have my jacket. So I am so glad you are listening in on our Happy Little Seed podcast. I always have great ambitions for so many episodes, but time sends to slip away. And if I had all the time in the world, I would record these all the time. I hope you understand. So we are nearing the holiday season. And I wanted to do another holiday-themed podcast. I did one already, kind of um, talking about gathering together and hosting friends and family, which is coming up soon with Thanksgiving. So you can utilize that podcast for your hosting needs. Or if you just need to pick me up when you're a little stressed with so many differing opinions in one household. I know that can be very stressful. But I think something that we tend to put on the back burner as we probably should this time of year, is putting ourselves first. This time of year is a time when we try to focus on putting others before ourselves because that's the right thing to do around the holidays, but you cannot forget to think about yourself. Something in particular that I find so important, again, I am no expert, but just from my 30 plus years of life in this world, I have learned the power of the word no. What do I mean by that? You'll find out in a moment. Stay tuned. Right, so in these Car Ride Chronicle episodes, which if you're unfamiliar with what that is, it is um, something I started this fall where I'm recording episodes in my car to kind of feel a little closer to listeners since a lot of the times you guys are in your car listening to podcasts and hopefully this one is on your list of ones you listen to. But you will notice that when I record these, I'm not in a studio or quote unquote studio. Um you saw my studio, you'd probably laugh. Um, but I'm not actually in a, an area where there is no sound. You'll probably hear my surroundings. Kind of like my Get Outside series that I did um, as well, where you heard the sight, well, you heard the things I saw, but the sounds of um, the outdoors around me, birds and people walking, dogs, etc. Uh, but you'll hear me and my car, kind of like the things you probably hear while you're in your car. Um, So I apologize for any background noise. 
So let's dive in to my topic today, our topic today, the power of the word no. A lot of people have probably seen, there's a very common quote, and I can, I don't, I don't know it word for word, but the, the premise or the gist of this quote is the importance of just thinking of yourself and saying no and how no isn't a bad or negative word. We're all about positivity on this podcast. So of course, I'm not promoting anything negative. Saying no is, it can be a positive thing. So what I mean by this is that when you are invited or pulled in so many different directions by so many different people, or invited to parties around the holidays, invited to someone's house for dinner, brunch, out with your friends, family, um, even if it's just within your own home, just differing plans that occur, it's okay to say no. Why do we always feel so bad when we say no? We have to think of others yes during the holidays so important by gift giving doing an angel tree um, where you buy buy things um, for the less fortunate giving to charities um, cooking for others and also sometimes doing things we don't want to do like going to a party that we're invited to but we always feel like we have to do it all we have to do everything or we feel bad. It's just it's just the human nature, honestly. Especially around the holidays. And you have this feeling of guilt if you say no, if you literally have no plans and you still say no. Why is that? I'm guilty too, as all of you, all of you I'm sure are, of this feeling that when I don't have plans, and I say I can't do something, if I'm home, I'm constantly thinking about the said plans that are going on, and I just feel like this lump or knot in my stomach, like I should have gone or I should have done this, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But it's so important to do things for ourselves. One, because we can give ourselves fully to other moments or other things other conversations, interactions, people, what have you around the holidays, compared to when we're stretched so thin that we may not be giving ourselves or being present, if you've heard the past podcast, 110% of the time during those other commitments. Being present, like I've stated in the past podcast, is so important. And if we can't fully be present or fully committed to an event Um, a situation, then we really should remove ourselves. And that's a time when you need to think of yourself. I'll give an example. And this is kind of a simple example, but just to kind of put it into perspective. The weekends in the month of December, and I'm sure you can relate, are filled with plans. So if you have kids, which I do not, I just have two fur babies. But if you have kids, you probably have a ton of things going on with school, extracurricular activities, if your kids play sports, if they're involved with choir, chorus, um, art, dance, they play an instrument, 
or if they're little and they're just, you know, have play dates with other little children, you can feel like your time is non-existent. Everything is being given to your kids or if you don't have kids, maybe it's to your families or to your job. There's a lot of holiday things that go on. If you work retail, then Lord knows you of all people probably have absolutely no time to yourself during this time of year. So there is no time on the, over the weekends, especially in the month of December, if you celebrate Christmas to yourself. What does that do to our heart and our mind during this time of year? It takes a lot of self-control and self-understanding, patience, sometimes extra prayer, to be able to be 100% present or be fully in the moment to give ourselves 100% of the time without feeling drained if we don't have that time to rest or to ourselves. Things kind of go on the even more on the back burner than they already do. So the cleaning, the grocery shopping, the cup of coffee, and just sitting for like five minutes to breathe, reading a chapter in a book you're reading, watching a series of a favorite TV show that's just kind of your own little moment there for 30 minutes. Those things go away and we feel overwhelmed. And as a result, we have these just feelings of just yuck negativity, which we shouldn't have this time of year. So my suggestion to you is to learn how to say no at least once. And it doesn't have to be something that's ugly. So let's say someone invites you to a holiday party and it's the same day that you know you have your kids chorus concert late that evening and you still have to make dinner for the family. Or if it's just you and your husband, your husband or wife, if it's just you and your wife. And you know that if you go to said event, then you'll be stretching yourself very thin, running around, feeling like you don't have time for anything. Now, we justified in our heads like, okay, well, I have enough time to go here. I can make it to the next event by this time. If I get home, I can make dinner, have everything ready, have the kids' lunches packed, breakfast ready the next morning all by nine o'clock at night. Does that typically happen by the time that you plan for it to happen? Mm, probably most of the time, but around the holidays with these extra things that we have added in, add in, oh, and add in gift shopping for, you know, your, your own kids or your own family, which takes up even more of our time. A lot of times we don't go to bed when we say we're going to, or get to a certain place when we say we're going to, and that's even more stress. So learn to say no in a kind way. And it's okay to say no without a reason. That's another thing that so many times we believe we have to validate our no. We don't have to validate the no. We can just say no. So, hey, Christina, can you come to my Christmas party on so-and-so date? Um... You know what? I, I have to check with my with my husband. I'm not sure what our plans are that day. We might have blah, blah, blah going on. 
I have to, you know, I have this class that I go to this day, blah, blah, blah. Let me check. And then you wait and you're like, oh my gosh. And then you go home and you're like, okay, now I've got to think of some sort of excuse to tell Linda in the office. I don't know a Linda, so (laughs) that's a safe name, right? And actually I haven't had this come up yet. So this isn't an actual, this is just an example that I came up with off the top of my head. Um, then you have to think of something to tell Linda, like, okay, all right. So Linda knows that I already did this, so I can't use that as an excuse. Um, my class is only on these days, so I can't say that. Well, maybe I can pretend that I have some other sort of commitment that came up before she asked me, and then she won't feel bad and her feelings won't be hurt. And then I have to remember that lie that I told her later when after the party happens and she comes back and asks me and then I have to remember that I told her this this and this and then you start writing things down and it becomes this big old jumbled mess of knots and you get confused because there's so many times that we feel like we have to tell white lies in order to get out of things how much easier would it be and how much less stress would it be on you again remember you got to think of yourself sometimes especially around the holidays if you just said you know what I am so sorry but I'm not gonna be able to make it thank you so much for thinking of me that's it. Oh my gosh, that's so easy. Now, let's turn on the switch that we immediately think when we tell ourselves that that's an okay thing to say. We start flipping on the switch that says, oh my gosh, well, what if Linda says, well, what do you have going on? People won't ask that. I promise. The good ones won't. The ones that are a little bit too nosy, which not trying to be negative, you know, there are people like that out there. The negative people that are looking for drama, which they exist, are the ones that will ask that. So I have a solution for you. If you are in fear that the person is going to ask you, oh my gosh, what are you actually doing? You're lying to me. You don't actually have anything going on. Heaven forbid you say no to my wonderful Christmas party that I'm throwing that would end if you didn't go. If they say, well, what do you have going on that you can't go? Hmm. That's when the anxiety kicks in and we start to really feel uneasy. But what so many people don't remember and don't keep close to heart is that You don't have to have a reason to say no. It is an okay thing to say no without reasoning. No reason involved, nothing. You can say no say thank you, but no, I can't. Point blank. There you have it. It's not hard. It takes a little getting used to. And I think in now, nowadays, with there's, because there's so much technology involved in the world, where everybody's connected in every way possible, we feel like we need to know what's going on in everyone's lives 24-7. So remember back And if you're younger than me, um, and by I say younger than me, in your 20s or younger, you probably don't remember a time that you were disconnected 
and people didn't know what was going on in your life. There was no social media. There was a maybe a little bit of social media, but it wasn't like it is now. We eventually emailed, but we wrote letters. And if you didn't hear from someone or if you didn't know what they were doing, it was okay. We actually, there was a lot of that. You didn't hear from a person sometimes right away. So I can remember when you'd leave a message on an answering machine and you may not hear back from the person for, you know, a couple days if it's like the weekend or if you don't see them every day. And then they call you back and say, oh, you know what? I'm so sorry. I missed your call. Um, And then you'd blah, 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 blah. If they didn't call you back immediately or if they didn't respond or you didn't, didn't check if they were active on Facebook, that was okay. It was an okay thing. It was normal. Or even if you saw the person every day and they didn't return your call, you saw them the next day like, oh, hey, sorry, missed your call. What's up? You just talk it out. But now we are so connected with like each strand of hair, it seems, to each person that we feel like we need to know what's going on with their life every single moment. And we don't. We don't need to know that. So I think that's where a lot of this change of thinking and um, just change of our ways has happened over the years because we feel like we need to validate our no or we need to tell somebody why we can't do something. And then in retro or in retrospect, in um, kind of looking back at the at the whole picture or just looking at the big picture, you end up stressing yourself out because of these little things that you just commit to that you really can't commit to. We used to send invitations by mail. How often does that happen anymore? Rarely ever, unless it's a wedding. Which in that case, a lot of times, the RSVPs are electronic anyways. So it's not really a paper invitation where you're writing back and waiting on hearing from someone. So very rarely do we have to wait on anything or to wonder about things. So just keep that in mind, and maybe if you're old enough to remember how it was way back when, (laughs) take a step back in time and just remember those moments of not knowing what everybody was doing 24-7 and respecting someone's space and respecting someone's, you know, life. That's so important to do. There's so many things, in, in my opinion, in today's day and time that we need to revert back to our thinking of way back when. And unfortunately, the way that the world is changing and evolving and moving is such a positive thing, yes. But also, we need to remember the way we used to do things so that the future, and here we go, now I'm going to start getting like on my soapbox. I need to probably like take my shoes off and take a step down or something. I'm getting close to the top here. (laughs) We need to teach our kids and teach our future of a lot of these traits, ideals, and morals that have been forgotten because of the way things are today. So that's my little tidbit of information for you or suggestion for you to remember to think of yourself too around the holidays. It's very important. Think of your heart, think of your mind so that you can better spread seeds of happiness when you're fully committed and fully present by being rested, being happy, and just staying sane around the holidays. Because we all know that this time of year, there are moments when we just want 
to scream, don't you? <laughs> so laugh more, smile every day, and continue to being being yourself and continue to be happy. Thank you so much, guys. I love all of you. Thank you for listening. And I will see you on the flip side. Bye.